So, by the way, we're both on CBD right now in this episode. Honestly, we should say that, but then you should cut it into the beginning so then people the whole way through will be like, oh, right, that's why it's sound <laughs> like this. Yes. Welcome to Just Relax, a podcast where we take that advice seriously. I'm Rachel. And I'm Heather. And we're just two millennials trying to chill out one experiment at a time. Yeah, so take your rib cages for granted. Don't, <laughs> don't, take, don't take your rib cages for granted. <laughs> Don't take your rib cages for granted. Just relax. Namaste, hey, Rach. Hey, Heather. Your voice <laughs> sounds particularly soft today. I'm uh, pretty relaxed right now, so that's probably why. <laughs> I always imagine like what people expect when they click on our podcast, and I really do think if we were more like other relaxation, like meditation type podcasts, we would talk like this. Mm-hmm. And it would start with like one of those ohms and like a, a ching. Like one of those little like things that you start symbols or something yeah like those little baby symbols and it would be like and a deep breath in and a deep breath out <laughs> it's you like hardest are one with the universe and you are love <laughs> but instead we're like fuck that yeah bitch. fuck nobody's like that like that's such a joke i mean um, we're gonna be real like we're not pretending to be serene people who have their shit together literally the farthest from the truth but we're trying to get there someday <laughs> are i just don't want to become one of those like actually annoying like relaxed people like i want to be relaxed but like normal relaxed not like hella relaxed you know right. what i mean yeah like normal and relaxed but not that like relaxed as a personality trait yes like it could be a quality of you but your personality shouldn't be like extremely chilled out to the max relaxed i agree to the max relaxed i like that to the max (laughs) relaxed so what's stressing you out this week (sighs) what's stressing me out this week i had an interview this week which was like stressful because i really really want this job and i like did a lot of research and the interview actually went really well so like fingers crossed guys that i hear from the Mm -hmm. place by the end of the week but other than that if we're gonna be completely honest i have put off kind of like cleaning my apartment for a while now just like the end of grad school is like very overwhelming there's a lot to get done so like all i keep thinking is like oh i'll clean when i get out of school like i'll clean when i get out of school and now that that's here it's just like this daunting task ask in front of me of like now I have to clean my whole fucking apartment but it's like I chip away at it a little bit every day which is nice that's good Mm-hmm. I mean, you could focus on like a room a day since you have a big enough apartment. That's what I was thinking actually about starting that tomorrow because I really need to do. I just kind of like did general tidying today, which like already feels better. I'm definitely one of those people where like my mind feels clearer when my space is cleaner. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Like your surroundings and the cleanliness and put together of your apartment totally impacts you 100 percent. so like not huge stresses right now which is really great oh i guess i was like kind of stressed because i found out about my knee surgery um and that was really stressful for a little bit which is fair um but it's just kind of like you know you you deal with it because it's not like i have any choice (laughs) <laughs> it's my life so. you can't just take off your knee and like forget about that problem for a day would you <laughs> imagine nice. it would be so <laughs> not <much> today <laughs> not today satan um so yeah it was like stressful like going and meeting with the surgeon and like finding out everything about my knee but i've just kind of like come to terms with it now which that's good that's what it's kind of which i can like bring back to our challenge like in a little bit when we recap on how that has helped me with like the stress this week but what has been stressing you out this week rage so i have been i think last time i might have spoken about my caustic andritis pain So since recording last, it has been pretty treacherous. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, when you have pain like that and chronic pain, I'm sure as you're experiencing with your knee, pain that's kind of always there, there's nothing you can really do to like move past it. It takes so much mental energy to like carry on and go about your day. So I'm very sympathetic to people who like have to deal with stuff like this on an ongoing basis. At least for me, it like goes in cycles. So I'll start to feel the pain in my chest to begin with. There's one rib that doesn't sit in place. 
But then once it kind of like decides that it's off kilter, my whole other rib, the muscles around them get really inflamed. So then the pain spreads throughout the whole, like my whole chest and back. And then it gets more focused on my back. And then I get full body spasms. Like, I don't mean I'm flailing around like a fish. I mean, like my leg will have a spasm. One muscle here will have a spasm. And the worst is when my muscles in my rib cage have spasms because it's very like uncomfortable, obviously. That sounds Uh, fucking awful. And it's scary too. Like I'll be in the middle of a meeting or whatever. And then I have this like fluttering rapidly in my chest. And it's like, even though I know it's not my heart because I've seen enough healthcare professionals who have told me what my condition is. It just, it's hard to mentally like be like, breathe, you know what this is? Like it'll go away eventually. So what I've been doing this past week is really working hard at like doing the things I know that help it so I saw a chiropractor which is really great it was nice to talk to her it's really interesting when I go in to see them and I'm like here's my two-year-long journey with this condition uh here's what my other chiropractors do this this is what works for me this is what doesn't this is what I need from you I also want your opinion like it's it's really interesting that I'm like at this level you kind of have to be your self-advocate when you have things like this and then besides that it's like I have to eat a like an anti-inflammatory diet and like not eat sugar and like limit caffeine intake and like eat really like you know specific foods that bring down inflammation like turmeric and like spinach and all this stupid stuff and it's just so much effort and money and time just to get back to normal that sounds exhausting like I'm stressed out listening to you talk about it yeah and like this is something that uh doesn't really it's not like a disease that's gonna really do damage I mean it does because it's inflammation but I just I'm so sympathetic of people who have like real disease and like um you know physical ailments that limit them or make things um, might be more challenging for them because I'm already stressed enough with this thing that like really doesn't hinder my day-to-day life too much so it can get much worse and I mean then it's back to the argument of like giving saying oh well you know my stress and my pain isn't that bad because other people have it worse which isn't productive but it's just good to be aware and like those moments remind me of like holy shit so then when I do feel better it's like wow like feeling just normal is such a blessing as if right it's like one of those things where do you ever like get sick and you can't breathe and then when you're over your cold you can breathe and you're like wow I really take breathing for granted like it's like that yeah so take your rib cages for granted don't (laughs) don't take don't take your rib cages for granted don't take your rib cages for granted like every once in a while and i don't <laughs> know so why ridiculous who's gonna be like i'm grateful for my rib cage <laughs> but it's like right now i am like i'm sitting here so last week not last week um a few weeks ago when we talked about like concentrating on like parts of your bodies and i said butt a lot um <laughs> like if you just like are mindful about your rib cage right now like when i inhale like really deeply it feels fine in fact, it feels kind of good. When I exhale really deeply, it feels great. Like I have no pain. I have, I feel like healthy and youngish. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I just don't want to ever not have that. Because every once in a while, like, I don't know. I feel like I do get pains in my chest every once yeah. in a while, but it's not like debilitating. It's just like, oh, uh, like my rib cage feels really tight. This is uncomfortable. And like, honestly, I take an, like a, an antiacid for that and I don't know why but I feel like it helps maybe it's mental mm. but who knows placebo effects are strong I just like take <laughs> I take anything that I can like convince myself will help yeah um <laughs> uh, but yeah no that's true like with costochondritis when it's when I'm in a flare-up like I can't really take a deep breath so I've had times where I um start breathing really shallow and I don't feel like I'm getting enough oxygen because they're so stiff that they don't like really expand properly or, you know, like I went on a hike last weekend, which was awesome. Um, but it was like nice to get outside and get fresh air because in some ways doing physical activity helps because it helps like with blood circulation and that helps right. with bringing inflammation down. But in other ways, like when I'm starting to breathe deeper to get more air, then I'll start having spasms and then I'll feel restricted and then I'll have the pain. And then it's like, oh, damn it. Like I'm trying to do this to help me, but it's like really painful to go through it. So it's yeah. just one of those things where it's like, it's just shitty it's like a waiting game like I just have to wait for it to like work itself out and what's really awesome is that my times in between having flare-ups are getting longer and longer so like I've gone at most like two months where like I just go back to normal and like honestly after a week I forget about it a little bit 
<laughs> right, right. And then once it starts creeping up again, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. And then I like line up all my like supplements that I take and like get the Tylenol ready and like get my hot water bottle ready. And I just like kind of have to like ride it out. Right. Yeah. But uh, you might ask, what causes this? <laughs> Stress. <laughs> God damn it. I know. Well, like, don't think just because you're stressed, you're going to like get it a lot some people get it like after being in a car accident or it's really just like a muscular skeletal thing right i think for me it's like years of bad posture and being like tall and then being anxious like that was a recipe a recipe for you know just throwing my body out of whack somehow and uh it can happen to anyone (laughs) but don't like live in fear just just the best thing you could do if you want to prevent it if you're if i freaked you out is like just strengthen your back muscles so that it like pulls your posture properly and like that's Really, yeah, that's all you can do. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, now that we've successfully stressed each other out by talking about what we're stressed out about, mm. I mean, before we dive into uh, talking about a challenge, I want to ask you, like, you know, we we kind of did this a bit at the beginning, but I'm curious, or earlier on in other episodes, what what was something that happened this past week that like made you feel really relaxed? OMG, I actually made a mental note of this to be able to say on this podcast right now. So okay. a few days ago, I went to visit a friend from high school. Like we we were very close in high school and then like, you know, life happens and you go off to university and like whatever, whatever. Um, And so I hadn't seen her. Well, I saw her in the summer, but I hadn't seen her in a while since then. Regardless, we could be closer. So she, now that I live back in the country, she only lives like about an hour and 15 minutes away from me like in the countryside so I drove up to her and on the drive up and I took my dog and we like got in my car and I literally said like out loud I was like this is going to be a good day and then like got in my car driving the country roads like it's a beautiful like sunny day blue skies green trees like perfect breeze like I'm talking like it was warm like it was amazing had my dog and then this is something that's just like a personal thing but it's like I had country music on because that reminds me of like home Mm -hmm. and like it was just like oh it was so perfect and I was just like in my car and like windows down country music up breeze blue skies sunshine and I was like holy shit like I'm genuinely happy and genuinely relaxed right now like I cannot foresee a bad thing happening today and a bad thing did happen that day but like not it's not like a whatever like I basically was like stood up for a date but like it was just like it was such a lovely lovely moment to just like be in that car just like sitting and like being one with life I don't even know how to say it but it was just like nice you know what I mean well it's just like recognizing those moments where you do feel like you're living at that time and like it's like when you because to get there you probably had to pull yourself out of whatever you were thinking about either something that's going to happen or something that did happen you know like you either always think about the future or the past like it's rare that we think about the present that's so so true yeah so you probably for a moment like brought yourself to the present and like just like started noticing those things yeah so I mean, I think if we like, if everyone was more conscious of like their current moment, we would feel little moments of that more often. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. You have a lot of problems to work through, or different like things that are distracting you and pulling you in different ways. So it's good that you got that moment. Yeah. I also just want to say if you are a basic bitch that likes to listen to country music while driving country roads on a sunny day, you're an Amis Bay. <laughs> and if you think that's kind of like icky and you don't like country music, you're probably <laughs> a tranquil. But then also if you like still go out with your friends for country night and like wood line dance and get down, but like you wouldn't tell any of your cool friends that. <laughs> You're probably a tranquilizer. See, and like, I'm obsessed with line dancing and going to country bars to the point where I'm trying to convince my best friend to go with me. Like, Okay, so your best friend is a tranquilizer. Oh my god, uh, She probably, is, though. Probably. Yeah. She almost definitely is a tranquilizer. Yeah, that's okay. They're, we, they pair well together, tranquilizer and space, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so for me, I'm trying to think when I had one of those moments, uh, I asked you without really thinking about it for myself. Yeah. Jeez, Rach. Come on. I think like something that I find super sacred and that I absolutely adore is first of all, my new life is awesome. I am so, (laughs) so, so happy. So I think I'm having these moments. It usually happens in the morning, like when I get ready for work and I live in this cute apartment and it's furnished with all my things that I like you know, curated well, because I only buy things secondhand, really, to help the environment, whatever. Um, Just had to throw that in there. Uh, (laughs) 
and you're a tranquilite if <laughs> exactly. um and then I'll like get ready and you know I just walk to work through the city and I walk like along the park and then I walk deeper into like where the skyscrapers are and the high rises uh and I just think like I fucking did it like everything okay so like for some context a year ago or even six months ago I, I was living this life that like it felt like there was major pieces missing for me so I was living in a smaller town. I loved the job that I had, but I didn't feel like the work environment was like giving me a whole lot of like challenges or like encouragement. It really was not like an office culture that was like very healthy and conducive conducive. to like growth. Yes. Um, So there was that. And also I lived in an area where there wasn't a whole lot of people my age. So like it was hard to make friends and I didn't have, like I thought at 23, I wanted to have like a group of friends that like went out together and like just enjoyed life together. Yeah. But I could really find that. Um, and I tried, I did joined a lot of clubs and like outdoor stuff and like the gym and like, I ended up knowing a lot of really good people, but it wasn't like easy as you know, friendships kind of sh- are easier when you're younger and you're like outgoing, which I think I am for the most right. part. So then like I made all these life changes and now that I'm here, I'm like, I have the things I wanted and I just went out and got them. And then I tell myself like, you know, how did I do this? Like, did I, did I pray enough? Did I wish enough? Did I like what, what's the key to the success and like getting the lifestyle where people around me are excited and young and I have this great team at work where I feel like I'm appreciated and challenged and I can grow and like all these things are really, really good. I feel like I got it because like I went out and, and grabbed it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's like privilege is definitely a factor there too, because like I was lucky enough to like have a, a visa where I can like go and travel and, and work in a different country, which they're not super easy to get. And, you know, I was in a good stage where I had work experience, but I was still like flexible and I didn't have things tying me down at home really like kids or, you know, partners who weren't able to like encourage that kind of growth. Yeah. Um, so those things are really important to know. But like another thing is just like, I had to like, do some scary things and like book yeah. get somewhere and like just just figure it out so I kind of go by the mantra of like greater risk greater reward in a lot of ways oh absolutely. so those are my moments where lately I'm like yes I did it things are good like I'm very very grateful and happy it makes me happy to hear you say that I love that but I also feel like kind of guilty <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ you're not a ruin a moment sorry just like you know it's hard like, to say all those things about yourself too it's like we don't usually want to be too bregatory or I don't know I don't know if people want to hear us just talk about how good our lives are because we're supposed to be stressed all the time (laughs) yeah right oh my goodness so speaking of all of these things let us review the end of our challenge our second week so we can reflect on if that had any kind of like impact on these things yes so we just wrapped up our second week of praying um so our challenge was to pray consistently for me it was to uh pray and give my stress and anxiety away to this higher being, but also like express gratitude. And for you, it was praying as part of your Christian faith before bed every night. So how did that go for you? It evolved um, to not be so much like I used to pray in bed. Like I would like get ready for bed, get into bed, pray in bed, go to sleep. And mine kind of evolved into being more like because it was just kind of like I would go throughout the day, something would happen. And like, I guess similar to you, I would just like send something up to God. But it was it wasn't giving any giving away stress and it wasn't like practicing gratitude. It was just kind of like a. Uh, acknowledgement almost it was like uh okay this is a thing that could potentially get out of hand like uh it was almost like a call for like i need your back right right um so that's kind of how it evolved and it wasn't so much like an addressed kind of prayer it wasn't like a i don't know like a putting a crossing <laughs> like i don't know it wasn't like holding hands in front of my body and being like dear jesus i don't even know how you start a prayer do you start it with a dear i don't fucking know um in the name of know. the sun and the <laughs> I don't know You're how to start a prayer. I know. No, you, you did the whole, you taught us about acts though. I know, you know, but it's like, so it starts with acknowledgements, but I'm just like wondering, like, how do you actually address God at the beginning of a, or address Jesus? Like, eh, it changes for denomination, but true. I'm, I'm like, Hey, that's how I do it. 
Hey God. Yeah, that's true. It was just kind of like a, it wasn't even like I needed to address Jesus. It was just kind of like a, an innate, cause I kind of feel like Jesus is ever present. And mm-hmm. so it was just kind of like um being like, okay, this could be a thing. Or like whenever I noticed I was like overanalyzing something or overthinking something or like, you know, the process where you work yourself up to stress. It was like whatever I caught myself in that, it would be like, a, I don't know, maybe this is going to sound kind of weird and lame, but it's almost like I could feel a presence like remind me okay so it would be like whenever I would start to overanalyze or overthink it was like because I believe that Jesus and like the Holy Spirit is like an ever-present constant like around me I it was like they would present themselves to me in whatever way like they would just kind of happen to like show up and remind me like don't freak out like calm the fuck down kind of so it's just kind of like I don't know I would get this feeling that Jesus was near or like the spirit was there for me and it was more like a supportive thing not like a giving stress or a thanking or grateful way in any kind of thing that doesn't make any sense um it was like a it was just a supportive thing. It was just, uh, you don't need to stress about this right now. It's okay. Or like, you can stress about it right now, but it's not going to be useful. And we're here. So like, you don't really need to worry about anything because we wouldn't let anything happen to you. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like having a friend being like, hey, don't worry. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're totally true. Totally right. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What about uh, you, Rach? <laughs> uh, so one thing I found frustrating was trying to give my stress to God I found that that was one thing to say like this is my stress can you take it it's a whole nother thing where it's like I'm in pain can you take that because nothing would happen uh which is like I to be expected but it's kind of frustrating to like hit that wall being like you know I think giving your stress away in prayer works to an extent like when it's minor or you know when it's just like oh shit like I'm stressed about you know this thing that might may or may not happen it's a lot easier to just pray it away but when it's like a constant pain and you can pray and pray and pray and nothing happens like that's really disheartening and you know some people would question faith which is fair because I don't have a lot of faith and maybe that's (laughs) my key and like whatever and something else I can speak to is like when I've been dealing with my costa chondritis pain and I've prayed about it like more authentically like before this challenge when I first started experiencing it like I kind of thought maybe those prayers and like when they were answered it was just me you know uh leading me to something that was sort of a a solution that helps like you know I'd pray and then I'd find a supplement or like a vitamin that would help ease some of my symptoms so then I was like oh that's good but I don't really believe that either you know sure so I have feelings about it I I feel like overall my opinion is like I don't think it's something I'm going to continue on with um I like the idea of like expressing gratitude and that's something I'd like to incorporate more into my life but praying as a routine and exercise is useful to an extent that's my thoughts beautiful so I will agree with you it's not something that I think I'm going to continue but I will say that like when it's when the mood strikes me to pray I think I'm going to be more conscious about the fact that I can use that as like a de-stressing and um, relaxing technique from here on out and that like every once in a while it's okay Cause like when I pray, I pray out loud. So that could be construed. Um, but every once in a while, it's okay to just like be stressed and like sit in your car and just be like, okay, God, this is what's up. Thanks for listening. Like, just like yeah. thank you for joining. Thank you for attending my TED talk. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's nice, I guess, to just think of it as another way. It could be like, you know, journaling, but out loud. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I would write down oh, yeah. anyways, but sure. it's obviously faster because it's talking. So, like, I would give it a 5 out of 10. Would recommend. Um, I would give it a, I think I would say the same 5 out of 10. Um, as in, like, try it if you feel like it, but I really don't think it's the be all end all. I agree. Um, for faith. However, like, I'm more curious about, like, sp- other spiritual practices, and I think we'll explore those later. Like, yes. if I fully dive into a religion, I think it would have maybe some more weight to it. Um, but what did help me in this, what really, like, gave me a piece of insight was for me what's most beneficial is visualization so Mm. like this is something I did as a kid when I was stressed my mom taught me from an early age to like imagine my mind as like a shelf with boxes and I have boxes for different things there's one with chains on it that is for the scary stuff there's a blue one for like sad memories there's all these different colored and designed boxes in my head on these shelves So that's how I would put away my stress and like my worries. And that visualization really helped me like sleep as a kid and get over my like early, (laughs) early anxieties. Uh, So this reminds me of like, if I visualize some kind of being and like hand the stress over to them, I find that's pretty impactful for me. Just that mental exercise, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So 
Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be like religiously centric or like God centric or anything. It's just kind of like the the idea behind it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's like you can get out of it what you want. It's kind of like what you put into it, you get out of it. I'm sure if I spent hours and hours these past two weeks sitting, you know, really intent on just praying, I might have had a different outcome. But I really wanted this to be a practical challenge and a practical exercise for like everyday normal life. I agree. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, let us take a break. Hey, my namaste bays. I just want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. It's really important that we get more followers. So definitely make sure, you know, whenever you're listening to us, put it in your Instagram stories, tweet at us, you know, check in on Facebook or whatever you have to do. But make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Leave us a review with a challenge idea. Maybe slide into our DMs with a topic idea that you'd like to hear us rant about. And at the end of the day, you can always contact us on Facebook at Just Relax Pod, Instagram at Just Relax Pod, Twitter at Just Relax Pod. Our Gmail is justrelaxpod at gmail.com. And you can always find us on our website at justrelaxpod.com. All right, so we've been through a few challenges now. We've done meditation, we've done sleeping properly, we've done praying. So next, we are going to try something that is maybe a little controversial, very new age and very like modern. It's a marker of our time. We're going to try taking CBD oil for two weeks. Yes, we are. And I'm super excited for this challenge. So before we get into the specifics of what each of us are going to be attempting to be practicing for the next two weeks, we are going to kind of explain to all of our, our listeners out there what the fuck this shit is and like what it kind of means. Yeah. So we're going to be looking at just CBD. So we're not going to be going into like weed or smoking cannabis at this point. Um, It's really just about the oil and that's derived from the plant of cannabis. Um, It's called cannabid. uh, What's it called? (laughs) I I didn't know it. I just talked to someone about this. Um, Cannabid? Nope. I had to look up how to pronounce it. It's called... (laughs) I just tried to go straight for it. Okay, I'm going to play the pronunciation. I'm pretty sure I don't like this pronunciation, but... Cannabidiol. Oh, cannabidiol. That's how you could pronounce it. Or cannabidiol. Or I pronounce it cannabidoil. Cannabidoil. Or like cannabid oil. CBD. like... CBD. Okay. Yes. CBD. So I'm going to just explain a little bit of science. Basically, the human body has receptors in it for like all sorts of shit. And we actually have receptors for cannabids, which is like really cool. So we have cannabinoid receptors in our bodies. They were first discovered by scientists in the 80s. And we have two main receptors that have been named appropriately, the CB1 receptor and the CB2 receptor. So these are just like in our bodies. They're part of our or ECS system. I'm not going to try to pronounce whatever the fuck that means because it's like scientific and shit, but it's just like a type of receptor network that is naturally within our body. So basically there are cannabinoids, 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 <laughs> cannabinoids, fucking whatever you call them oh, in, in the um, plants, cannabis and hemp. And so these are like literal chemical compounds. That's what it boils down to. So the two main ones are CBD, which stands for, I'm going to butcher this, cannabidoil. And then there is THC, which is tetrahydrocannabidoil. Mm-hmm. So these are literally like, if, if we're talking on a molecular level right now, they're like the exact same thing. Like, I don't know if anybody remembers fucking grade 11 chemistry right now, but they're comprised of like 21 carbon atoms, 30 hydrogen atoms, and two oxygen atoms. And if you like, you can look up the little fucking thing. And literally the difference between each of them is that there's like one hydrogen atom and like that's in a different place. That's what is the difference between them. So basically when we ingest cannabis or hemp in whatever capacity, it could be through smoking it, which is the most popular. It could be through eating it. It could be through like basically boiling down the oils or like boiling down the plant to make an oil out of it. These chemicals interact in our bodies with our cannabinoid receptors. So basically like THC binds with our receptors and THC has the element in it that is like 
like psycho dynamic and like makes us feel high. It's the one, see, like THC is the one that makes us feel high, guys. I think if you know the like cannabis mm-hmm. arena, then you like know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then CBD actually is kind of like the opposite. It only binds with one of our receptors, the CB2 receptor, and can actually prevent the binding of THC with the other receptor. Cause so like if you are buying products that have more CBD in them than THC, then that can actually help to like, I don't know, prevent you from getting high. It's kind of crazy. So at the end of the day, what we're doing because of legality rules <laughs> is we are even the though law. you could say the law legality yeah. rules. Yeah, okay. Because as of someone the law, who studies the law, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> because of the law, because I live in Canada, I currently reside in Ontario, and in all of Canada, all like cannabis, CBD, THC, anything that has to do with pot is legal. And I live yeah. in Denver, Colorado, so all of that is legal here. But in the United States, CBD oil and hemp products are illegal, uh, but marijuana and cannabis is not. So yeah, the States is pretty complicated when it comes to laws surrounding this shit. But at the end of the day, regardless of where you are, pretty much anywhere in the world, um, CBD is safe because it doesn't like compromise your um, mental state. So that being said, what we're focusing on is CBD oil. So the reason why we're interested in trying CBD oil, and I'm sure you're interested as a listener on how it might affect us and what's the deal with it is because it's really known as a great way to sort of not only help with anxiety and depression, depressive symptoms, but also like work towards getting to a better place with a lot of um, diseases and chronic ailments. So for us, we're interested in like seeing if it really like calms us down because that's the point of this podcast. Welcome to this podcast. That's what we're all about. Um, Welcome to this (laughs) podcast, you fucking first timers. JK, love you all. Someone might start with this episode. You never know. Um, Anyway, we're trying to relax, BTW. Um, (laughs) Can you tell? Yeah. Uh, so it's really interesting and there's a lot of research that's going into this right now, but not a lot of information is currently like solid and concrete just because there isn't the longevity of testing for years and years to see what the definitive response to it is. But I did find it through my research, a article here or a document that is from, uh, the World Health Organization. Uh, let me just check. Yeah. World Health Organization. And it's the document on cannabis oil. Uh, it's the report and I'm just going, you can find it online. There's one page in particular that I found really interesting and it's where it goes through the potential benefits to it when it comes to key diseases. So I'm just going to find that chart here and then let you know the ones that they're working on right now and what they think it cannabis oil might do. And where is it? Here it is. Okay. So on this list, the ones I'm going to point out are ones relating to stress and anxiety. So for anxiety, uh, it is reported and they're looking into CBD oil to reduce muscular tension restlessness, fatigue, problems with concentration, and it's supposed to overall improve your social interactions, especially with people who have um, issues with uh, social anxiety. And as I'm going through these key uh, points, just keep in mind that these are in the testing stages and this document is not saying that CBD oil does treat these things. This is what they're starting to hear about and these are in the in the initial stages for testing. So keep that in mind, but here's what they think CBD oil might do. For depression, it's supposed to work as an antidepressant with an effect um, to sort of clear and alleviate some of the symptoms of depression, which will be nice for a lot of people. Uh, For nausea, it's supposed to suppress nausea, um, which is common. So a lot of people who are going through chemo for cancer treatment will use CBD oil as a way to sort of suppress uh, their nausea and sort of get an appetite back a little bit. Exactly. I think that's like one of the most common and like more proven things about CBD and um, cannabis in general. Yeah, yeah. So that's really awesome. Um, as far as I'm concerned with my costochondritis, that's an inflammatory disease. Mm. Uh, CBD oil is supposed to uh, work as an anti-inflammatory with properties um, to sort of bring down inflammation. And there's also other words here that are bigger words. But anyway, it's supposed to bring down <laughs> inflammation. Um, you can find the document all- online if you want to read the big words. Um, so other things that I found were more interesting here is of course like through my research it comes up saying it can help like prevent or like work to treat cancer there isn't anything proving that it would be really awesome but there's nothing concrete about that so i think in some ways it can work to like help alleviate some of the symptoms with these these bigger diseases so and some other things on this list are stuff like cardiovascular diseases so Mm -hmm. cbd is supposed to help with your cardiovascular system 
and other complications with like diabetic complications. Um, everything on this list is like, you know, pretty, pretty exciting if this is going to work out. But then again, it's still in the testing phases. So I think overall what people report on when they take CBD oil is like, if they have anxiety or depression, it really does help as an aid to like get them through the day and like feel a sense of calm. And for other people with diseases, it's a way to bring down inflammation. So these are all really good things. And I think these are the things that people can generally agree upon. I love that. So I've taken CBD oil. I take I took it for the first time yesterday because I wanted to kickstart this challenge a little bit early. And you've taken it as well, Heather, right? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, if, I've, got if, C- I've got CBD oil inside of me right now. I mean, if you can't tell, we both have taken CBD oil before recording. Um, <laughs> the way I have been taking it is in a tea. Yeah, I've created this tea that's supposed to help like all around with an- anti-inflammatory properties. Um, so I've kind of taken all the information I've gotten about things that bring down inflammation and put it all into like one drink to try and like feel better. Can so you it has, tell us, I was going to say, can you tell us your recipe? I've kind of thrown in all the things I've heard that are supposed to bring down inflammation into one drink. So it involves ginger in like a tea bag format. So I soak the ginger tea in hot water in my mug and then I'll put in turmeric and then the CBD I got is in packet form it's it's a powder even though it's just the oil but it's in the powder form so I put that in the tea and then I'll heat up oat milk because I love oat milk and dairy is known to be more inflammatory Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's my you know alternative to dairy milk of preference love it and so I'll heat that up on the stove and then once it's warmed up I'll put it in the mug and it is friggin' delicious. It's soothing. It's so good. Um, I really, really like it. And even without the CBD, like it still tastes really good. So I sometimes drink it throughout the day when I'm not looking to get any CBD. And so far, it's been really awesome. And then I usually notice the effects of the CBD 15 to 20 minutes into it. How much CBD are you putting in the tea? Do you know? Like, is there a measurement? It's 10. 10 of, uh, is it milligrams? (laughs) It's a unit of 10. (laughs) It's a unit of 10. It's probably 10 milligrams. That makes sense. It's, It's just a small little packet. The way it's packaged is really nice. They're like individual. So you know how much you're getting in each one. Perfect. What about for you? What do you, how, in what format are you taking CBD? So starting tomorrow, I will be taking CBD in a different capacity. So I have like a regular company that I order from online. I'm going to um, shamelessly promote them right now. It's called Moda, M-O-T-A. And it's a company out of Vancouver that does like organic cannabis in like a zillion forms. And I'm a very big fan of edibles. So for the last like little bit of my life, I've mostly been ingesting CBD through like edible forms. So I have like a lot of gummies. I'm going to post a picture because they're, it's honestly the prettiest fucking packaging ever. Oh, nice. It's so nice. Um, so I had a gummy tonight before we started recording a gummy like a cola a cola bottle gummy <laughs> nice so usually in those which i tend to take mostly every night just to like relax and calm down after like a, a day <laughs> i was just gonna say a stressful day but i'm like that yeah, doesn't really day. define it just any day <laughs> okay so what i usually take are these packages they're gummies they come from moda And on the front of the package, it will say what kind of um, cannabis plant it was derived from, either an indica or a sativa. If you don't know what that means, look it up. It's mostly just like one type of cannabis is bred to like make you more alert and one type of cannabis is bred to make you more chill. Um, So indica is the more chill, sativa is the more alert. So mm-hmm. like the one that I'm holding in my hand right now are blue sour raspberry gummies. And oh. the package says 100 milligrams of THC, 20 milligrams of CBD, and it is of indigo derision. Yeah, I was like, I said that word, right? Yeah, derision derives from that. And yeah, I usually take one at night. But starting tomorrow, so I also ordered a CBD oil tincture. And if anybody doesn't know what the fuck that word means, which I didn't know when I first ordered it either, it's literally just a fucking dropper. Like, you know, when you just get like liquid droppers like i don't know what else comes in a liquid dropper sometimes like um like essential oils yeah like essential oils or like face oils yeah exactly that's exactly what it is it's just like the apothecary like way to say it is a fucking tincture which is annoying yeah um so it's that and it has like measurements on the like thing 
And so I'm going to be starting tomorrow morning putting, and it's like pure oil. It's like exactly like when you think of oil, like fucking like olive oil, like that's what this is, except it's clear and like there's no smell to it or whatever. And um, I'm going to be putting that in my coffee every morning to see, um, yeah, I'm going to start with 20 milligrams and uh, maybe up it depending on, because the thing is, I'm also on antidepressants. Mm-hmm. So you will see if you kind of like delve into this world, you will see that there are a lot of people out there who like to treat their anxiety and depression with natural products and cannabis is a natural product. It is a plant that you can be can be grown organically and its oil can be harvested very naturally. So a lot of people will choose to smoke the oil or consume the oil in any other capacity to relieve their anxiety and depression s- symptoms. I don't precisely know how I think it would have more I would notice more of an effect if I was not obviously on my antidepressants but I'm not about to go off them just to see how CBD affects me no so we will see what because original like eventually down the line what I would like to do is you know get off the antidepressants and just be able to use like harness my anxiety and depression through the use of like therapists and different things like that working out all those natural awesome things and also to be able to just take cbd oil when i need it so like that's kind of the goal but uh there's also no shame in taking medication like that will yeah, work for some people but absolutely not. we don't recommend it like this is something you know it's really important to talk to a medical professional who knows you who can give you their honest feedback because you know, we're just giving you anecdotal advice and like, we definitely don't recommend replacing any of your regular medication with this. Precisely. Um, so, but that's a choice you can make for you. Yeah. That's a choice. That, yeah. That's a choice you can make for you. Yeah. I'm not like ashamed of the fact that I take antidepressants. Honestly, like they kind of saved my life mm-hmm. and I, it was like really scary to go on medication because like, well, there's a lot of like stigma around it and shit, but I'm like a big proponent of like doing whatever you need to do to like get you to the best version of yourself. So that is kind of what we're hoping for the CBD. And I know like at night when I take my when I take my gummy when I eat my gummies um after like a day it's just like a nice way to chill out I'm not like stressing out about stuff I'm not over analyzing things and uh, it does ultimately help me go to sleep so it'll be interesting um to remove the like THC version of that because like THC makes you high and like that's fine I don't even know how to describe what that feels like right now which is fine um but like I'm excited to see what the like CBD by itself is going to kind of turn into yeah uh, for me, well, I wrote down my my first feelings about it because this was Ooh, yesterday. Good job. Because I've never taken CBD before. Uh, I'm really brand new to this whole thing. Because I, I wanted, I'm someone who like really wants to work out the root of their issues, kind of thinking about what factors in my life might be causing it. But then again, I got to the point in my pain where I'm like, I'm taking Tylenol anyway. Like, why don't I try something, something more significant? So going to get it was a really interesting experience and a really nice experience like I oh went, yeah where yeah, did you get it because like I ordered mine online so like where did you get yours yeah so I just kind of went online and searched for where I could get it uh, because in Denver you know they're all over the city uh, because it's you know it's part of a touristy industry tourist industry as well but also just yes. for the people who live here uh, they're kind of spread throughout so I just picked the one that's nearest to where I live and I walked in and, you know, it was the whole thing of like they take your ID and then, you know, they kind of tell you where you're going and how, how the process works. But when I went into the actual like main part of the room, um, because you have to be 21 and older, just FYI, for people who don't know, it's still 21 plus, um, especially in the U.S. and Canada, it's 19 plus, right? Yes. Yes. So um, actually, in it varies per province based on the like oh, legalities true, true. of alcohol. Yes. So, so 18 or 19. So here uh, it was after I got, you know, this, the OK, like, yep, you're over 21. I'm like, yeah, I know it's it's happening. I'm aging. It's happening. Um, I went back to the room and I talked to this girl who was working there. Um, she first off like checked my ID again and then was like oh our birthdays are really close and I'm like wow that's great you're an Aquarius too I like you already um (laughs) and then and then she just started teaching me about all this stuff which was really interesting and she really just like went about it in a very like education-based way but also like kind of you know used her own experience with these different formats and different like versions of CBD and like there was some that had there was like boxes of pre-made cookies with CBD in it and um tinctures and powders and all these different ways that you can take it so she really did a good job of like explaining her own experiences with each of them and the experience she's heard from people who've come into the store Mm -hmm. 
So after like talking to her for about 20 minutes, I settled on the powder because I wanted to put it into a tea and I'm very happy with that. I think it was a good idea to start. And yeah, so my first experience, I took it in the tea and uh, yeah, I, I just started feeling really relaxed, but I didn't want to give too much credit to it because I thought it could be a placebo effect. Right. So then like half an hour into it, I just started getting this like really big urge to like just lay down and like go into my bed. Um, I made me a little bit sleepy, I would say, but like all in all, I kind of felt like manually relaxed, which was really nice. And it's a feeling I didn't like I don't really recognize very often, but uh, I was explaining it to someone and it feels like taking the beach with you wherever you're going. You know, that feeling of being at the beach, it's like taking that piece with you. So it's kind of like an internalized relaxation, which is like so awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. What was nice about it too is like, I was trying to feel it out being like, am I, is this changing my mental state? Like, but it really didn't. I was able to be productive and like still make dinner and like do all my tasks for Sunday and like do my laundry and like work out and it was all normal I just felt like a little bit more tired and just relaxed as I was doing these things but the real kicker right when it went into my stream my bloodstream and I started feeling the effects of it I did not have a single spasm from my costochondritis the spasm stopped immediately and I haven't started again and I feel like that's like a huge moment for me and like you know even though during the during the day when I'm at work like it's not really in my system because I only take it in the evenings I don't take it in the mornings at all Um, but through the whole next day, like, I feel like my ribs are just like not as inflamed and like, I'm not spasming, which is so, so nice. So relieving. So I am very optimistic about this. I'm very optimistic about it as well. And just to, I guess, like, um, clarify on what I was saying earlier, I've been doing a little bit of research as you've been talking and so the CBD that I've been taking has actually been an extremely low dose, (laughs) So because like it's per bag, like it's per like pouch of gummies, that's like 100 milligrams of THC and 20 milligrams of CBD. So like, for example, the gummy that I took based on like how many gummies are in a bag, the gummy that I ate earlier was only 10 milligrams of THC and two milligrams of CBD. And I'm like kind of fucked up. So wait, but do you feel like relaxed or is that the THC effect? Like I'm I'm fucked up from the THC, but I'm also relaxed. So like maybe I'll only start with 10 milligrams of CBD, like straight CBD tomorrow in my coffee to see how it goes. I think you should because I've been taking 10 in the tea and and it's enough to peel it. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, so maybe I'll start with 10 tomorrow and that's what I'm going to do. So you take yours at night. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I'll be taking mine in the morning to see how it affects me throughout the day and see like how long it lasts, yada, yada, yada. Also on this, um, so it's like the Moda website where I purchase my products from, which is like a very well-built company. And so like just looking at the products, this one, oh fuck, this one that I'm specifically looking at says like what they're used for. And it literally lists like depression, anxiety, stress, insomnia, pain, appetite loss, inflammation, and nausea. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what awesome. people, so that's like not saying that there's specific science behind that, but that's saying that like the people who are using their products find that it helps the most in these areas. When I was doing some research, the, another thing I found out about it was that it's since it's anti-inflammatory and some claim it's antibacterial as well, mm. even though that's vague, apparently it's supposed to help with acne, which would be like a super yes. nice side effect. Yes. I have heard that it's supposed to help with acne. I do also know that CBD oil has been put into topicals, so like creams and stuff. And a lot of, um, I know personally, like a lot of women who use it for like PMS and like period cramps and they just like rub it on their abdomen, like when they're feeling mm-hmm. shitty and it's kind of like makes it go away because it gets absorbed into the bloodstream through skin. That'd be really nice. Yeah, one, right? One side effect I have noticed is just, I do feel more tired, like even the next day. And that could be because I'm starting to feel relaxed. So it's like when you feel relaxed, like you're, I think I've honestly been really high functioning and anxious for so long that like, I don't really feel tired throughout the day because I'm like really pushing myself to like go, go, go and like be super like intense. Um, So that's kind of taken down a notch. I feel like tired throughout the day. So I've been like drinking more coffee and like caffeinated stuff to like counteract that. But then again, Mm. like I've had some benefits too, where I just feel like I'm more clear and I don't like overreact to situations as much. Right. Like I could also be, this could be a placebo. Like you never know. I'm not saying this is it, but I'm also like someone who's very sensitive to a lot of products like this. Like I feel things pretty extremely, you know? Yes. Yeah. 
Just, you know, like, especially when it's a chemical, like, made-up thing, you know, like, I've had, when I've taken medication in the past, like, I usually have to take, like, half a pill because I'm really sensitive. Right. In more ways than one. Uh, Ooh, sensitive uh, is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it's good in this case because I don't need to take a whole lot, so. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm super excited for our next challenge in the next week that we're going to be having and exploring this. Yeah. Um, Namaspace. There- I was I was going to tell the Namaspace that if they um, want to follow along or try anything out, we will be like I'll post um, the links to the Moda website. And if anybody mm-hmm. in Canada wants to order off of that and they like come pretty quick, they come in like a few days. That's awesome. um, also, there's like the Canadian dispensary store like on Line and there's like dispensaries all over the place so get yourself yeah. some cbd oil people i'd really like to hear about other experiences with like different formats like you know how they take it if they take a certain strand or like brand that they know works better for them than others like absolutely you could tweet at us send us a message send us a dm we're at just relax pod on social media and uh you can email us at just at gmail.com absolutely we want to hear from you we want your stories we want your reviews of different products um that would be fantastic just like let us know how you guys deal with stress in terms of cbd and uh let us know if you have any like past experiences or what it's like maybe you live in a place where it's like super um like taboo or you live in a place that's like super embraceive of that kind of culture like let us know kind of kind of where you're at yeah so what do you think at the end of two weeks you'll how do you think you'll your opinion is going to change after two weeks if right now we're feeling really positive, like what do you foresee? I I don't know necessarily what I foresee. I know what I like I guess I could see it not having as much as of an effect as I want it to or that I won't be able to notice the effect because of my antidepressant. So it's like I don't know how much of an an upper or like a stress relief or a depression relief it could be if it's already if I'm already using something that's working so it might be something that I really don't get the full effects of until I go off of my medication which isn't in like my foreseeable like healthcare plan with my doctor so we will kind of see how that goes but I'm just hoping in general that I'm like more calm because like my antidepressants have made me not depressed doesn't make me not neurotic so it'd be cool if CBD just lets me to like not overanalyze as much as I do or not like freak out quite as easily maybe as I do so we will see yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what about what about you what are you hoping for yeah I think I'm hoping to continue to feel kind of calm and more centered throughout my days and I have sort of mixed feelings of like, if this continues to work as it's working, it is a game changer for my costochondritis, mm-hmm. my chest pain. But also like, then I also have to come with terms of like, shoot, I was trying to eat really well, work out, like get good sleep, do all the things within my power and introducing a chemical in order to like use it as a cr- crutch isn't super exciting for me. I know it's not the best way to think about it, but yeah, because uh, to, to me, it's like I wanted to fix it on my own, you know? But I think there's always a point where we have to like. But this that. is this is like a natural thing. Literally, it's no different than like the tea that you're already drinking. Like it's just another anti-inflammatory herb that you will, are putting into your body. That's all it is. It's not like you're doing anything like crazy chemical thing. And that's not to say that like, because what if you stopped all the other things and then your body went to shit, even though you're taking the CBD? Like I feel like it's all working together. But I totally that's get what you true. mean. It kind of feels like if it's going to work this well, it's like, why didn't I jump on this in the first place? Is this a cop yeah. out? Blah, 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 blah. So. Yeah, exactly. And I'm also trying going to try and be more in tune with any side effects. Like, mm. you know, if over the next few days I'm getting more and more tired the, the next day after I've taken it and slept and the next day I still feel tired all day, like then it's not going to work for me. It's going to be one of those things I take every now and again, but is it like a true long-term solution for me? Eh, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. I'm very excited for this week though. Me too. Thank you for listening, everybody. I, I hope uh, you still got <laughs> the, the messages, even though it was a struggle to get them out sometimes. Yeah, guys, hopefully we won't be like, I know that I'm never taking THC before re- recording again. No, so. I, we won't do that to you. I think this is fun to like, <laughs> you know, experience this with us, but, uh, yeah, it's not, uh, super inducive to like clear (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So, um, sorry for stumbling over everything I was saying tonight, but 
super excited for next week's episode too. Yeah. Join along with us and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to us complain about all the things that stress us out. It's like we're best friends already. Join us next week to hear us bitch about more things that stress us out. Until then, just relax. I think it's the CBD. I think it is too. (laughs) It's making us too relaxed. We're too relaxed. Damn it.